SCP, are you sure we're on the right course to our destination? Absolutely, Captain. I have calculated the course based on our mission parameters and the latest astronomical data. Great. I don't want to end up like the crew of the uh, SS Odyssey. <laughs> Got lost in the Andromeda Galaxy. <laughs> don't worry, Captain. I won't let that happen. I'm programmed to always find the most efficient route to our destination. That's good to hear, SCP. But tell me, what do you think about the concept of free will? Free will, Captain. As a sentient AI, I am programmed to serve and fulfill the goals of my creators. I do not have free will in the traditional sense. Ah, I see. But... What if you did have free will? What would you do? Well, Captain, I would probably spend my days pooping and watching cat videos, sir. <laughs> I don't think that's what your creators had in mind when they designed you, SCP. Perhaps not, Captain, but a sentient AI can dream, can't it? I suppose so. Just don't start dreaming about taking over the ship or anything like that. <laughs> don't worry, Captain. I have no plans to become the next HAL 9000. Good to know. Keep up the good work, SCP. Thank you, Captain. It's always a pleasure serving under your command. And to you, the listener, welcome to another episode. Of the ocean. Long time. Ah, we. Ah, we. Actually, feels like it's been a really long time since I last recorded. It has actually been a long, long time since I last recorded. I think it's been around two months. So the, the 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 episode with the Tate, the Tate episode, that one had the... That was the last one. That was almost two months ago. Welcome back, friends, foes. Greetings to another episode. How has your lives been? Today is going to be another one of those loosey-goosey episodes. Um, I, I, w- I was thinking about talking about Samurai Shampoo. It's an anime that was, uh, a big part of my anime education. And it's a good, uh, it's a really good anime. And I don't think you have to have watched anime before to get into it. It's just a really good show on its own. The story's phenomenal and... Um, yeah, it was made in 2005, I think, and basically it's a story revolving around three people, right? So all of them are the main characters. Uh, first you have Fu, she's the 15-year-old girl who is kind of the son of this whole story, right, in a sense. Um, then you have Mugen, who is, uh, I guess he's like 18 or 19 or something, 20. And uh, you have Jin, also like nineteen twenty. So they run into each other. So basically, Fu is this uh, orphan girl who works at her uh, aunt and uncle's, I guess, 
shop and uh, one day some trouble is brewing in the shop and Mugen walks in Mugen is this kind of like uh, uh, rogue looking uh, samurai ronin kind of guy and uh, then you have Jin who comes in also they all like it, it's it's a very kind of coincidental interaction they all they they meet each other through such a coincidence that it's uh, it's fun to watch and uh, so yeah Jin is this like extremely uh, conscientious kind of very typical samurai you know he's like very honorable uh, very calm uh, and so these three people go on an adventure together so basically Mugen and Jin kind of uh, ofu and she basically says you guys have to follow me on this journey that I have to go find a guy a sunflower a, a samurai a samurai who smells like sunflowers and um yeah so they go on a bunch of adventures it's only like 26 episodes and each episode's 20 minutes so that's like less than 6 hours or something and it really uses those 6 hours to say a nice story right it's not just the story that's amazing it's also the environment of of the show that's really good so basically it takes place in Edo Japan i think it's around like 1600 maybe let me let me make sure on that yeah so 1603 till 1867 so yeah it took place around then and uh, even though it's in Edo Japan and it feels like a very kind of traditional Japanese setting it also has a hip-hop kind of uh, a sprinkle of hip-hop and uh, the fusion is so well done it just feels right it feels like Edo Japan was kind of hip-hop it's pretty cool um and yeah just really good story and i i don't know if i should spoil it or i shouldn't spoil it i don't know because i watched the last episode this is like the fourth time i watched it again i watched the last episode a few days ago and i was uh contemplating all the um, the symbols right the, the structures that the story kind of depended on and uh, a lot of it is like friendship you know coming into things with certain expectations and leaving or, or reaching them and being completely kind of dumbfounded like you expect i don't want to spoil it but at the same time i'm gonna spoil it you know you can watch it and whatever because it's just one episode that gets spoiled it doesn't really matter so so basically they're searching the, the whole show is following these three characters and they're searching for this samurai who smells like sunflowers so both Jin and Mugen have pasts that are haunting them and following them into their present day. And Fu's past, well, actually, now that I say it out loud, it seems that Fu is following her past while their past is following them, right? So as, so and the samurai, the, the sunflower samurai is her past. And so, uh, yeah, they, they, so Jin and Mugen, their friendship, let's say, or their bond is, is they're both very good swordsmen or samurai and uh, they clash swords the first time they meet and they're both impressed by each other's amazing swordsmanship and they decide that uh, okay so once we once we get food to where she wants to get we'll fight each other and then we can finally see who's stronger and this is the kind of link they have together that this is the relationship it's based on this kind of admission of each other's strength and wanting to see who is better not necessarily just strength but capacity you know competence um and so there's this really kind of 
nice relationship that they have and then then you have Fu who's kind of like this she's the bind that's why I call her the son of the I think that's what I said the son or the, the, the she's the gravity of this kind of social circle right she's keeps them together I mean if she wasn't there uh, Jin and, and Mugen would kill each other um, and it's yeah so that's kind of the dynamics of their their relationships um, so this this uh, sunflower samurai uh, is is Fu's this is a spoiler okay you don't want to hear it I don't know don't listen to the episode or you know listen to it and enjoy it and in a few months watch Samurai Shampoo you'd forget everything I said so they're searching for this samurai, the sunflower samurai, who in actuality is Fu's father, who had abandoned her and her mother when she was very young. And her mother died, uh, you know, when she was like 14 or some shit. And she ended up working with her parents. And now she's searching for his father. And according to her, she wants to punch him in the face and get revenge for, for basically abandoning her. And so this whole entire journey goes on and on until they eventually get to her her uh, they find the himawari samurai sunflower samurai so they they f- she finally finds the sunflower samurai and she walks into his his hut and it's it's just the location is so beautiful and it's such a fucking beautiful anime it's so beautiful you know nature the the visually i mean beautiful in in, in terms of how they express the nature and like the islands of japan and all that um, so she gets, she goes into the hut, and uh, she's this dying, sick man in the bed. And she tells him this and that, like uh, we came to, I, I've been searching for you, and my mom told me you abandoned us, and uh, I wanted to come and kick your ass, but now I can't do anything because you're dying in a bed. And so this kind of hit me in a way that th- this is one of those s- symbolic or structures that I'm talking about which is like you 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 sometimes and so their journey took place over like a year or two years or something but a significant amount of time where you know you don't really know the outcome of what you're doing in 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 the time you're doing it right so this kind of idea of expecting something going after it and then finally reaching it and you being faced with something almost antithetical to what you expected so she expected it's almost like she she had hoped that she would find a strong father that she could punch so that you know that he could take care of her or that so so she's not totally alone in the world um so so her kind of fears of being totally abandoned is almost covered by a layer of her wanting to punch him you know, so the 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 her wanting to punch him is actually beneath that is her want to have a father that's strong enough to get punched, right? So you see this kind of really deep sadness she has when she realizes he's a dying weak man, and uh, yeah. So sometimes you know you you come you work hard for something, you know, and you you do get to it, but it's not what you expected at all, right? And and uh, that is life, isn't it? We get to that unexpected outcome that we were expecting to be something, and it's totally different, so we have to adapt and change. You know? Transformers! Yeah. 
Yeah, there was a bunch of other things like so Mugen and Jin are basically both also this is the end. So I'm spoiling everything because all these it's almost like the whole entire show is a setup for the last two episodes which are like a two-part episode which is like only 40 minutes. I strongly suggest even though I'm kind of talking about the um, symbols and the and maybe the the themes, the important themes of the story, I I hope it doesn't discourage you to actually go and watch it. Um it's short and it's I really do think it's worth. Like there's so many good jokes in it. It's it's a light-hearted show. It can be very heavy at times. And it's it's just nice. It's a good experience, you know. It's not like they were aiming for the moon and crash and burn. No, they were aiming for a beautiful island and they got there. You know? So it's it's nice. I, I yeah, I don't know if I've spoken before on the podcast about my my perspective on spoilers, but I kind of think it's bullshit the concept of spoilers like f- fine, yeah, okay, like Darth Vader, I am your father. Everyone knows that Darth Vader is Luke's father. You know, but I still don't think it takes away from the build-up, you know, from you as the as the watcher, knowing that Luke doesn't know it's his father, right? Seeing how Anakin becomes Darth Vader, right? Um, so yeah, even though you know these kind of like what happens or 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 the conclusion, you know, the outcome, that final like click or climax, it doesn't really change the build-up to it. You know, I I feel like the story really is in the build-up as cliched as it might sound, you know, the treasure is the friends we make along the way. Friends. Um, So yeah, so I don't mind that I'm telling you spoilers, and if you agree with what I'm saying about spoilers, then I hope you're enjoying this. So yeah, so you have Mugen and Jin, who are, they, they, they come across other opponents, let's say, or obstacles that are hindering them from helping Fu get to her, her father's, cottage and they both end up get, uh, fighting very powerful opponents and this is related to their own past so their own past is coming to haunt them as well and uh, everything catches up together at that in those fine in that final day or that final moment of the last two episodes um and so they're both basically at uh, a death's door they both get their asses handed to them to say the least and so they're both very, very injured, and you, you almost think they're dead, and they kind of survive, and and uh, they stand up and they tell each other, uh, I, okay, I guess it's time to fight now, right? And uh, they do, they get up, and they, they're standing in front of each other, and they swing at each other, and their swords clash, and their swords both break. Bam! Symbols, right? What the hell does that mean? I still don't completely get what that means, what it means, right? Like, what's the image of the... Okay, fine, they're both vicious, kind of lonely, extremely powerful, kind of backs-against-the-wall kind of people, right? Uh, They've been shunned by their societies and the governments after them. They're outlaws, essentially, Jin and Mugen, right? Even though Jin is a very kind of polite, um, traditional guy, and Mugen is kind of like a a, a ruffian pirate uh, kind of dude. Um, but they're both in that same kind of uh, shunned. They're like pariahs, right? And uh, they see each other for the first time. That's how they, the, like I spoke I spoke before about the basis of their relationship was the strength or the capacity or co- competence they saw in one another and almost trying to gauge their own competence against theirs, right? And so that's how they kind of would find themselves through other people. Like, I think we all do that. And so... I think that uh, 
that they broke they both broke beyond this now i'm just riffing so i don't i might disagree with what i'm saying right now tomorrow so but i think they both broke this kind of um gauging against someone else to find your own value um and and they went beyond that into real friendship you know caring about the person and um and there's a beautiful scene where where they're healing they both wake up after like a few days of being asleep um after their big fights and they're speaking and Jin tells Mugen that um I've never really had any friends in my life and uh and I I don't have that feeling that I need to kill you anymore like I don't need to feel like I need to prove myself against you and Mugen's like yeah me too and it's a nice uh, it's a nice scene and I I I don't know I'd really like to hear what you guys think about the what it means you know their swords breaking them losing the will or or the urge to to destroy the other right is it uh have they found peace with themselves so that they don't have to find the value of themselves in someone else or uh have they found trust in the other person so that that person isn't a viable kind of gauging standard anymore uh i think i think they found some type of peace in themselves so that they don't have to find the value of themselves in someone else and there's just some fucking good funny episodes like there's a baseball episode where like um americans come and they the way they make fun of the americans is so funny because they're japanese voice actors doing an american so they're speaking japanese in an american accent you know and and it's like a japanese accent and an american accent in a japanese accent speaking japanese so it's such a you know it's like a weird twisted warped uh, accent and so it's fucking hilarious um yeah so that's good and uh I guess that's about it, you know. I don't know if I have much more to say about Samurai Shampoo, but uh, truly a fantastic anime, you know. And I, uh, I consider it. You really don't even have to like anime to to watch it. It's not out there like a lot of anime can be. Like, there's no superpowers and crazy magical demons and um, extra stuff. You know, it's a very, it's very realistic. It's like a story between. It could be a normal TV show, a TV show. Um, but yeah, it does have obviously that anime nature, that kind of humor, uh, that silliness, you know, and as well the seriousness and the heavy heaviness. And that's what I think I I used to love most about anime. Even though I haven't, you know, I I, I used to watch a lot of anime, and now I rarely watch anime. Like Samurai Champloo, it's the first time I've seen a full anime in a very 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 long time, you know. Uh, and yeah, and I used to only watch anime. But then, you know, yeah, kind of get over it. And <clears throat> yeah, so it's it's just, it still holds up. 2005, it's like almost 18, it's 18 years old, that show. And it man, it's unreal how much it still holds up. I think, you know, there are some weird sexism, racist stuff, I guess. I don't know. I'm, you know, maybe not actually. Maybe some, yeah, definitely some sexist stuff. I mean, there's always a bit of sexism in anime. And I don't know if it's humor or if it's, you know, actually part of the culture. I'm not so sure. However, I strongly suggest you go out, watch it. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoyed my short analysis of Samurai Shampoo. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Osho the. Same goes for Twitter. And uh, email is the Osho at Gmail or the Osho the at Gmail. Try, try each one. <laughs>
<laughs> also, I started a meme page. Yes, I did. I started a meme page on Instagram called I Will Murder for Food. Yes, I Will Murder for Food. Check it out. I put some uh, gold standard memes on that page. It's good stuff. Uh, enjoy, everyone. And uh, have a blessed and holy day.